to the podcast, Biblical Question. We are excited you've taken time out of your day to listen to our podcast. For more information about us, you may visit our website at biblicalquestion.com. We will tell you the web address again at the show's end. We encourage you to open your Bible and follow along as we study the Bible. Now here is your host, Joseph. Well, hello there and welcome to the podcast. We are excited that you've taken time out of your day to listen to this podcast and download it. We know there are many other options out in the uh, podcasting world that you can download that you chose us. So we are thankful and honored. We hope and pray that God would always be glorified, use our listeners would be edified. Uh, we hope and pray that you'd check out our webpage and, and go look at that over. We uh, have done a lot of little things to it. We're still uh, have some uh, things going on here that we might make more changes to the webpage and perhaps the podcast. I'm not sure quite yet. Anyway, um, we certainly hope that you would consider helping us financially to keep this podcast on the air. You can find a statement of faith and so many other things on the podcast website. Of course, that's biblicalquestion.com. Currently, we're not really going to take a lot of Bible questions. Uh, If you really have one that's pushing that you want, we will do our best. We just have so many other things going on in our world. So, but today we're going to talk about uh, Psalm 103. So if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to open it and follow along. That's Psalm 103. And we're going to talk about Bless the Lord, O My Soul. It's a kind of a popular Christian song. came out years ago, but it's still around and played a lot on Christian radio stations. And so we're going to talk about this psalm today. We're going to be back here in just a moment. Do you enjoy our weekly podcast? Though many of our listeners around the world in poverty-stricken nations are not financially able to support our podcast, if you are able, we would be grateful for your help. We offer several ways to help support the podcast on our website, biblicalquestion.com. Would you be in a prayerful consideration in your cheerful donation or purchasing through one of our affiliates. Thank you for cheerfully helping us tell a worldwide audience about the Word of God. So I certainly hope that you do have your Bible ready and available. We're going to talk about Bless the Lord, O My Soul, Psalm 103. Let's read, <clears throat> excuse me, my uh, allergies are really bad right now. Let's read Psalm 103, uh, the first five verses. We'll probably read more of that later. You know, the disciples would ask Jesus, now, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Um, perhaps they did ask this question, teach us how to praise God, uh, but it's not recorded anywhere, so we're going to uh, go with the idea they should have been taught maybe how to praise God. My soul, okay? First verse, bless the Lord, my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and do not forget his benefits. Verse 3, who pardons all your guilt, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from your pit, who crowns you with favor and compassion. Verse 5, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Now, listeners, really, this psalm here really is a, a textbook for uh, praising God, learning how to praise God, what to praise God about, perhaps even. King David remembers God 
that he is merciful, uh, he's full of grace, he is a compassionate and forgiving God. Skip down with me to uh, verse 17. But the mercy of the Lord is everlasting to everlasting for those who fear him and his justice to his children's children. Verse 18. To those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts so as to do them. Again, it's everlasting to everlasting, forever and ever. It just never ends, the mercy of God. As a sinner, I know I am very thankful for that. Uh, this theme is really fills the very presence of God. Bless the Lord, you his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers, and his, his that all do his pleasure. Bless the Lord in all his works and all places in his dominion. That's Psalm 139. I'm going to have several points here I'd like to go over, and if you're taking notes, I would certainly hope that you would uh, do so and follow along. The first thing I really want to say is that notice this direction that David uses this term within me. Jesus would criticize the Pharisees, the scribes, whatnot, for a vain uh, repetition of this, this same prayer over and over and over again, thinking that they continue to say the same prayer without any heart. I think that's really the, the key. There is no heart in it. There's uh, this idea, I'm, I'm checking the boxes, I'm punching the time clock, and I'm punching and going home. Uh, this inwardness, this a condition of flow, it's, it's something that, that we just don't do from a script. I, I recall uh, being in a, a congregation for a couple of weeks. I was visiting, and it was the same people who got up and said the same prayers. They actually read the exact same prayer every week. Now, I'm glad that they were willing to get up and pray. Uh, I'm glad they volunteered to do all of that. Uh, but it showed me the lack of the spiritual uh, directions they had at home. You know, prayer is something that's just the more you do it, uh, the more you, you come in tune with God. Uh, studying and taking notes for your personal Bible study, I think that's different. I'm just talking about leading a prayer. Uh, notice this other thing here. It employs the outwardly. A, a loud voice, this harper, this organ-type idea. It's just, it's just out there. It's, it's blaring away. But they and others are they're just instruments in all of this. I think the heart, this is where originates praise uh, to God. There must be this desire. It's, it's forever. That's all that's within me. What do we think as Christians that we will be doing in heaven? Somebody, I asked that question one time, and, you know, we'll be forever fishing, hunting, playing checkers. Uh, we might be doing those things. I don't know, but my guess leans more toward we're going to be in an everlasting, continual praise and worship of the Creator God. Uh, Adam and Eve, obviously in the garden, 
their job was to tend to the garden. Does it mean that we won't be assigned to do something, uh, some kind of task? I don't know. Uh, but so it's possible. You know, again, verse 1 of Psalm 103, there, no outward form can ever replace this. It has to be from within. It, uh, you might be able to, to play a trumpet or a violin or a flute or the church piano or whatever, but you may not be able to sing really good without those. Some people don't like a cappella worship-type services because they, they feel like they're, they just can't sing. They can't get in a tune. And again, it's all about heart. It comes from within your heart. You have to have this within yourself to project this outward thing. You don't need all this religious-type polish and luster. All you have to have is the living soul within you praising God, allowing the Spirit to dwell within you, to have this inner man to want uh, God to replace that sinful person, that sinful mind. Um, all that is within, all, what is it? What is this that's all, everything type idea? I think you have to have this emotional thing, and I know emotions change. People one day say they love you and they care about you, and the next day they're gone. Uh, we, we love things. We have emotional things towards things that can't love us back. Uh, sports. I enjoy watching sports if I have the time. Uh, a lot of people would say, ah, I love basketball. Well, basketball can't love you back. Now, you can enjoy it, uh, and it's not a sin to watch it or play basketball. You need to reach out after God. Um, you know, maybe it starts off with just this milk idea that Paul would talk about in the Corinthian letters. But as you mature as a Christian, uh, you kind of get off the milk and you start doing uh, the meat and potato type thing. This praise, that, this carnal of praise, this canal, excuse me, this canal of praise, uh, it is, that's what's in me, this canal of water just rushing out of me type picture, that idea. Your, uh, your real world listeners, uh, is it within? Is it without, outside of you? Is it this flashing and neon type signs or all the whistle, whistles and bells that, or is it within me, his holy name? Praise his holy name. Thank God for his love, his forgiveness, his passion, his grace, his blood that he shed on a cross. Bless his holy name. You know, as you experience this new world of Christianity, it is a world that is full of uh, happiness, peace, inner peace, we're, you know, and people misunderstand those terms. I think it's all within because that's where the praise is coming from. The world outside of us, around us, is full of strife. It's full of sin, uh, people hurting each other, lying, stealing, cheating, uh, people uh, 
committing violent crimes around us. That's, that's not what we're talking about here as Christians. As Christians, we're talking about this inner peace. Uh, people can really hurt you, sin against you, uh, break promises and covenants or whatever, and you can still hope that God will forgive them, that you are not having any malice toward them. This experience, uh, this is an avenue of communication. It, it's, it's a praise to God. Uh, you, you would address me by calling me preacher or what my name. Um, likewise, you know, how are you addressing God? His name is holy and reverend. If, if I mocked your name, made fun of your name, how would you feel? Is that an... Is that what's really in your heart as you talk to me as a coworker, or as an employee, or as a spouse, you know, a friend, a neighbor, uh, a fellow church attender, you know? How are you really addressing me? Are we, are we talking to each other uh, from this inner heart with love and peace and joy? Uh, and that's how we should be talking and praising to God. There is a world... Uh, a deliverance that comes from knowing Jesus and having uh, a relationship with him, knowing his word, praising his name. It's just a whole different thing. There is a kingdom that is not carnal. It's not man-made. And we need to start addressing each other and ourselves in this such a victory that's been handed to us that we really didn't fight for. Jesus did. He died for it. He, he he had he had made my cloudy dark world into a bright sunny day of eternal life with him he he made my ears so i could hear even though i'm very hard of hearing uh i can hear his voice through reading his words and knowing him there there has to be again a heart issue and I think this heart issue goes clear back to Genesis chapter 1 when, when Adam and Eve uh, failed to, to honor God in his word and what he had said for them to do and not to do, basically. We need to address myself. I mean, I do. To him. And this may not be hazy about it, lazy about it, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 says, Seek and you shall find. Am I seeking this? Am I getting the light out? Am I getting the word of God in my life, shining that light on my life so I can find him? He is there waiting for me. I just got to go. Again, Psalm 103, verse 2. Uh, David, King David says, you know, basically, uh, forget not all the benefits. There's some benefits. Being thankful to him. This stream of praise will be begin. It, I mean, it's so easy to, to forget uh, things around us. When his providences in our life, we allow them to be granted and allow us to be on his path. I mean, stir up a memory in your past, early in your Christian walk, and Think about how much God blessed you and, and how he is never forsaking you. He, he's always been there. That doesn't mean that we've always been there for him, and that becomes 
the issue. And that's probably why our praise and our study and our prayer life all begin to kind of fade away. But we need to thank him. I mean, the list is multiple. Despite events in my life, I know deep down that God loves me. He died for me. And he has a plan. And I don't always understand that plan. I don't always see that plan until way uh, down the road. Maybe I don't see it at all. But we need to think back and, and thank God for the goodness that he has given us. We need to count our blessings despite uh, the many failures around us. And people, honestly, they weren't really built to satisfy us completely. Uh, they can help fill some needs. But at the end of the day, the needs that can only be supplied completely and, and lovingly is God. The devil, he he tries to stop us before we even get to church about, you know what, this past week, uh, I was blessed, and you tell your church coworkers, whatever people that you know, uh, about these blessings, and they'll look and say, really? Uh, you you live in an old run-down house. Your car barely runs. Uh, you're in poor health. And see, they only see these outwardly things. We need to look at the inward things. And we need to look at other people's lives and as they try to say, hey, God blessed me with a good checkup with the doctor. You know, those type of things. And so, uh, most people in church have just really grown to be fat and lazy and, and uh, don't really remember their former uh, earlier days of Christian where they were strong, they exercised daily, you know, that type of thing. They ate healthy food. What do I mean by all that? Well, they ate, they studied the Word of God. They, they put it in their lives. They digested it. Spiritually, they were in shape. They had a good prayer life. They were focused on God despite the things around them because the world hasn't really changed, listeners. It, it's full of sugar and good times and fun. And for those around us, uh, they don't care if they hurt you. Uh, they don't care about the violent crimes. They don't care about lots of things. It, really, uh, we say, oh, how sad of a world that we live in. Now, does that mean that we're ignorant of what goes on around us? Of course not. But we just have this peace that God is helping us and taking care of us. And we remember, we need to honestly start remembering to praise Him. And, and when we praise Him, we're going to be moving quicker, faster. We're going to get back in shape. We're going to be breathing right. We're going to be partaking in, in, the, in the Word of God. We're going to be taking communion. We're going to be visiting others, helping others, teaching others. Uh, and so on. And so I think there's several things that we can remember and praise God for him and his provisions to us in our spiritual walk um, in our daily lives. Here, I got six ideas here. I've got a little note here. Six ideas in this psalm. If you would read the whole psalm, you could come up with the probably more. First of all, in verse 3, he forgives all of our iniquities. Uh, there has to be some repentance here, obviously, but uh, this will keep you counting 
for some time, if you really think how many times you have personally sinned against God, uh, and you know that you have, you will, honestly, I don't know how you could remember the, the number of times you sinned against God. Uh, again, I'm looking at verse 3 of this Psalm 103. He heals all of our diseases. I mean, if he did not, uh, you and I wouldn't survive probably 24 hours, and I'm talking spiritually as well here, that, yes, he can heal our physical bodies, our minds and things, uh, but I'm talking the spiritual things. Uh, he redeems my life from destruction, verse 4. He, his reflexes are, are quicker than mine. He, he exercises this idea of a shepherd care. You know, a shepherd, uh, a farmer watching over his flock. I mean, they take, they're going to take care of them. They're going to feed them, make sure they have water. They go out in the middle of the winter, break ice so they, the water they can drink. Uh, the, gr the ground covered in snow, they're going to bring hay out to them or some kind of feed or grain or something so their animals will have something to eat. Uh, he crowns us with this uh, loving kindness and tender mercies, verse 4. I mean, he, he's always better to us than we truly deserve. We treat him very terrible, but yet his love is everlasting. Verse 5 says, Who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle? I mean, our food and drink are... We, what we do physically, we usually, generally speak, we eat the things that we like and we drink the things that we like, especially in America. Uh, maybe not so in third world countries where there's not many options due to various reasons. But, but notice this. This is in present tense. This supply of grace and mercy and goodness will never fail. He keeps right on forgiving. He keeps on healing. He keeps on redeeming. He keeps bestowing his love. He keeps satisfying. Our praise never overtakes his supply. You know, I've always kind of joked at the table when we would offer a prayer for the offering. You can never outgive God, but we can have fun trying. We could, we, we should, and we need to support our local congregations. We need to support missionaries, uh, people who like this podcast. We need to be doing those things because the world, honestly, listeners, will always take care of themselves. There will always be money for cancer research. Not saying that's a bad thing. It is a good thing. They'll always have money for whatever. You fill in the blanks. But to send out the true gospel message of love, uh, the shed blood, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the world's not going to pay for that. Because the world, honestly, mocks at that. They don't want that. It reveals um, their darkness. I mean, read John chapter 1. Uh, men love darkness more than light. That is true even to this day. So, you know, this idea, how many iniquities, how many sins does he forgive? Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, there, Therefore now is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. 
In other words, he forgives them all. You know, I had a lady one time tell me, well, I don't want that person in heaven with me. How dare them? They've been really bad. Well, maybe you won't have to worry about that. Maybe uh, you won't be there. Okay, that's... We need to be careful here, folks. My sin is no better, no worse than the other person's. We've all sinned and fallen short for the glory of God. We need God's forgiveness. We need his blood. How many times will he forgive me? It's countless. I can't put a number on it. You know, um, this idea of for better or for worse, and he intends to to do that. You know, we're in this marital uh, the type thing. We are the bride of Christ. It, you know, we exchange these vows all the time at, at the altar, and uh, for better or for worse, it's really difficult. It, sometimes it's it's not possible, it seems, but uh, we need to do this with our relationship with God. When others around us fail us, uh, whether it's children, spouses, parents, uh, workers, church members, preachers, it doesn't matter. We need to understand they are sinners. They're fallen just like you, and they need the grace and forgiveness of God. God doesn't take you and me as an experiment. I mean, he takes you to to present yourself as as faultless. Uh, Hebrews 3, excuse me, 13 verse 5 says, I will never desert you, nor will I ever abandon you. This idea uh, that Jesus has said this, um, even another text in the New Testament. God's never going to abandon us. We give up on him. We abandon him many times. And that's when we start to see things falling down around us. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. Who is a God like you who pardons wrongdoing and passes over a rebellious act and the remnant of his possession. You and I are his possession, okay? Continuing here. Uh, he does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. God justifies. He, he sanctifies. He erases this infection, this disease called sin. He deals with more uh, than just the visible sores. He he shuts off the things that other people can't see. He takes the, the lying, the thieving, the temper tamperings, and the lust, and all those sinful desires, and he patrols those formal infections in your life, he, and he pardons him. Psalm 103 again, verse 3. Who pardons all your guilt, who heals your diseases. It's only God that does that. God heals you from this physical sickness of sin, and it is to remind you and me that he heals from the fatal disease of damnation. We have to turn to him. We have to ask for forgiveness. We need a prayerful uh, lifestyle. We need to be studying his word. Um, you know, just reading five or ten minutes a day. Well, that's great that you're listening five or ten minutes a day to the word. 
uh, that you check a box and you go to church for uh, an hour, services go past an hour, you're mad because you have to wait in line because you have to go to the local restaurant or uh, you'll miss the bus back home or uh, the weather's beginning to rain and you need to walk home. Uh, you know, um, we we need to make it where God is number one. He's always making me better than I was. And we need to allow him to do that. Yes, I will praise him. And I am determined to do it no matter what happens in my life. And Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to me to help me. I received that gift of the Holy Spirit when I entered and exited the baptistry. Peter talks about that in Acts chapter 2. Jesus says uh, he's going to send somebody a helper. We have that helper. Do we want that help? That really becomes the question. You know, with so many groups, denominations, uh, becoming more more politically correct, uh, it makes you really wonder how much they really believed and studied the Word. I, I personally know several denominational uh, preachers, pastors, whatever you want to call them, uh, who doesn't really believe the entire Bible is the Word of God. They don't believe uh, the entire Bible is really true. It's just written down stories to help us understand God better. Nothing further from the truth, listeners. I mean, archaeology, there's a lots of things that are proving these people actually lived, these events took place. It, I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> a global flood, there's evidence of a global flood so god is real his word is real i because if there's any lie in it any deception at all in it then he's not the god he claims to be and how can i trust him how can i trust the bible i can't and i don't want to go there because david says he can trust god to forgive him of all his iniquities he god is always there Jeremiah said, you know, great is thy faithfulness, new mercies each and every day. That's in Lamentations. Well, I want to take time to say thank you for listening. Um, Certainly hope that you've enjoyed this, give you some thoughts about praising God. Uh, Are you doing that uh, as part of your walk with him? Yeah, we might be reading, we might be going to church, we might have a prayer life, but are we really truly praising him in our world that we live in, in our own personal lives. Make sure you tell others about us. Please forward uh, the information to them, how you found us, you enjoy us, whatever. Please help us uh, get the word out. We've got a lot of decisions to be making here very soon. Uh, The future of the podcast, we're going to make some changes, trying to uh, cut some things out. We're asking churches to help us. We've never really done that on a regular basis. Um, And so if your church would like to help us, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, We really prefer uh, checks from congregations or people that we really know. But uh, you can send it to our our post office box. All that information is on our webpage. We have a PayPal account as well. 
And there's other ways you need Bibles for your church. We have a way for you to buy a whole bunch of Bibles. Uh, so check that out. Uh, I would appreciate that. Make sure you tune in again next week. And I want to thank you again for downloading this podcast. May God bless you. And may He always have the glory. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to hit the like button and follow us on your podcasting app. Please check out our website at biblicalquestion.com. All one word, all lowercase. In addition, we have a prayer request page, a way of contacting us, a statement of faith, and other resources for our listeners. Do you have a Bible question you would like answered on a future podcast or prayer request? We would be honored to hear from you and add your prayer request to our list so others may pray for you. Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on our social media accounts. Again, that is biblicalquestion.com. Thank you and may he have the glory.